Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Morale Booster with John Ugulu. And today I have with me a very um, powerful entrepreneur. He is uh, Larry Normal. Larry, thank you for joining me on the program. Good to be here, man. It's an honor to be here. My pleasure. Okay, so before I ask Larry all the interesting questions, I want to remind those of you listening and watching this video to please remember to share this video because you never can tell. You might just be saving a life. You might just be sharing it to that person who has been waiting the entire life for this great message. So thank you all for tuning in. So Larry, uh, my guests, I mean, my um, viewers will yes. be eager to know who exactly you are and what you do. All right, my name's Larry Norma. I've uh, owned, owned and operated tattoo studios for over the last 20 years. My most successful one I've owned now for 11 years. Uh, pretty much everybody that's worked for me except for one artist, I've hand taught how to tattoo and have made millions in the last years working with just those folks Whoa. and no one else. Um, you know, I mentor them, I still mentor them to this day. And right now I'm in the middle of building them to the highest platform of their life that they've ever been with doing TVs, books, uh, personal development groups. We have a lot going on just in our studio, but we're a tattoo shop. Right. The name's called Artistic Edition Tattoos. Been open 11 years now and uh, pretty much trending all over the world, just traveling. We, you know, with the whole pandemic right now, we haven't been able right. to travel. Right. We had 11, we had 11 travels or 11 conventions to do three out of the country are eight inside the states and we lost all of them this year so mm -hmm. kind of sat back redid some stuff and just started getting into the marketing and then the videos podcasts and stuff right right that's a great one you've just said you know a lot of people you know bow to challenges when they see challenges they just yeah. feel that's the end so what would you say to uh, my listeners out there who are striving who are wanting to become entrepreneurs or who are entrepreneurs who have been faced with one or two challenges? Well, the good part about this is I've been in business for so long now. Like I used to have struggles right now. My mindset is strictly success. I don't have anything else in my head, but success. Right. So, but what I can tell them is now is the time because right now is negotiations, right? When I opened up the shop, I opened up my shop. I'm in now. I opened it up when we were in the recession, right? 2008, the, the stock markets crashed. I lost all my 401k. Everybody was losing stuff. People were killing themselves over that. And I opened up a tattoo shop in the middle of all of it okay. with 500 bucks in a, in a, I don't know how, but I did it. I ended up going on Craigslist and selling everything I had just to make it happen, right? I was flipping stuff, buying stuff. Just I did what I had to do to open, right? right. The reason why it's the best time in the world to start for me and why I say it is because everybody's in the same boat. So even people like I own I own houses right so and I own a building but when I own a building I had a negotiation because it's like what do you do you know right. you got to do something with this building now because you got to pay the mortgage or you can get somebody in there that might have to just skim you by to help so right. they're, they're in the same boats as we are so negotiations is the best time as an entrepreneur now and since everybody's in the same boat you got an option right that's true that's true because I, I truly support that Albert Einstein said, in the middle of difficulty lies an opportunity. Yes. So, yeah, when, when, when 
when things are happening, like the pandemic, you know, people are either getting rich, taking advantage of it, or just being dead. Like what Les Brown would say, in life there are billionaires, there are millionaires, mm -hmm. and there are witnesses. Yep. So the question is, which group do you want to be part of? Do you See, I'm already a millionaire, right? <laughs> I'm already in that state. So like my next step is billionaire, right? Like that's why my, my podcast and everything's called Billionaire Mindset, right? It's on the road to becoming a billionaire. In the last six months, I've been documenting, videoing it. Usually, I got cameras all around me with my editing people, but we have a house party right now. Right. So I'm in my son's room, as you can tell. But usually, I'd have cameras everywhere because I'm documenting my whole life oh, to becoming okay. a billionaire to prove to people in this world that anybody can do whatever they want as long as they have a passion and a dream. Exactly. Anything's possible. Exactly. And you know, because you're in the program, we're in a program together, you know, and you can ask John and Dolly and all of them. I already believe it a hundred percent. Like everything I'm already watching and listening, I've right. done it. And, and I'll give you a few examples. So when I first opened up in 2009, right, I, I knew I wanted to open my shop, but I didn't have, I had 500 bucks, dude. That was it. No lie. And a God. That's so interesting. I so I took and begged these people to let me get this building after an investor backed out on me on day at least. You'll hear about it in the summit. But anyway, long story short, I ended up getting on Craigslist. I had a, I had a laptop laying around. I sold it on Craigslist, got the money from that, bought this beat up Civic and just cleaned it, detailed it real good and flipped it. And next thing you know, I'm just flipping stuff to build my shop. Right. So you just got to be hungry, you know, like Les Brown says, you got to be hungry. You got to be because, hungry. <laughs> but if you write it down and you just keep going through it, like what, what John and them are doing with us right now is exactly, exactly what I've done time and time again. And it's just being repetitious. Like you build yourself up and then you get the team around you to do it. Right. right. And that's where I think that's why we're great together is because you see our message is like minded people with the same amount. And that's what they're going to need. These entrepreneurs out here are going to, they're going to need somebody around them to help. them. Right, right, right. That's true. You know, um, so is it, you only do um, tattoos or. No, I do. I've been mentored for, 18 years, almost, almost as long as I've been tattooing. Cause when I was in jail, so I, so what happened with me is I'll give you a little backstory to, to give you all. Yeah. because dad died A lot of people would resonate with your story. So yeah, my, story. I died, my, my dad died. So I was raised by a black man, right? He was my father, my dad. That's the only man I ever call a dad. Right. He is my father. He was the man that raised me and taught me how to become a man. So he is my father. Well, he passed when I was 16. And when he passed, I kind of went through this like dark stage in my life. I ended up, uh, dropped out of high school, was homeless at 17, went to jail at 18, spent my 21st birthday in jail. Yeah. Um, when I get, when I was in jail, I was in there with two lifers for murder. And they're the ones, because they were my cellies, and they're the ones, one was a businessman, one was just a crackhead on the street. But he, they basically told me I needed to take what I had because I'm, I'm good with talking to people and helping people and motivating people because right. I can see the best in anybody. Sometimes you just can't see it yourself when you're in the picture right. frame, you know, yep. type of deal. So, he was like, you need to do something with it. So when I got out, I started mentoring with kids. I go to, I do the motivational at the um, detention centers and everything else like that. And I have parents that bring me their kids to work with them. So that's like my passion. That's what I love to do. Right. But for the last 20 years, it wasn't making me money because I was just basically doing it all. I've been doing it all for free. I have a nonprofit organization right. that I own that I've been doing it for free for the last 20 years. And now my next step is to get out of my tattooing and get into that part of life because I feel like that heart, that happiness that I get out of that 
you can't you can't ask for anything else. I you know what I mean? It's just that. like I I I know I know what that feeling. Uh, it just it takes your heart, and you're like, <sighs> when you see that change, it's just it's a good feeling, and I want to do that for the rest of my life. Right. That's a that's a solid one. You know, passion yeah. is paramount. Yes. You know, if you're listening to this program right now, this is Larry Normal on the program. Um, he's reiterating to us that passion is key. Doing what you love to do and being consistent. Mm -hmm. He has been in tattooing business for the longest, uh, over a decade, and a lot of people are always out there looking for the shortest way, the shortest possible ways to get things done. There is no such thing as overnight success. No. You have to grind. You have to stay hungry. Life is going to hit you with so many things. That's why Les Brown says, when life knocks you down, try to fall on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. Yep. Yeah. So it's um, the truth, man. That that right there resonates for a lot of reasons. And then until a businessman gets into like an like suit, I know you're going to ask me, but I got to get into it because what you just said resonated with me because. When I went from being an employee to an entrepreneur, right? That was like, you don't know. You don't know what you're getting into, right? Because you don't even understand taxes. You don't understand payrolls, financial advisors, bookkeepers, supply. You don't know anything. Nothing. You gotta just jump into it and hope to God you figure it out. My first year open, I did $197,000 that year. And I thought, wow. I was like, yeah, I did it, right? And But every dollar I was getting, I was putting back out. Yeah, but I was spending it, right? Yeah, but I was putting it back into the tattoo shop, but I was doing it with cash too, like a lot of cash instead of checks and credit cards, right? So I had no receipts at the end of the year for all this stuff, right? So you're talking almost, I think it was $78,000 unaccounted for. I owed 11 grand at the end of the year, like when I was done. And I didn't have it because I was like, all that money I dumped back in because all the money I was getting, I was putting it right back to build my shop the biggest it could be, right. you know? And I'm looking at my account like, what do I do? Because I didn't even have one. I had my mom doing my books and she's like, you don't have to take this somewhere. I can't do this. <laughs> so there's a lot of trials and tribulations. That right. doesn't include employees and, you know, your customer service and clients coming in and just entrepreneurship is not, it's a battle, right? But once you can figure it out and you go through a lot of trials and tribulations, yeah, it's worth it all at the end because, there's not, there's nothing in my business that I haven't went through that I, I know I'm fine. Like there's, I've got it now. I've got lawyers. I've got um, paralegals. I have judges as friends. I have, I have everybody as a friend that I know if I have to, if I need somebody to have my back, I have somebody to have my back now. Right, right. So, yeah, it okay, takes a lot of trials and relations. <laughs> that sounds good. That's very, that's a key point for people who are getting into business to understand. You know, I remember you were at uh, one of the um, calls when yeah. Mike was, you know, someone was saying he doesn't know who would be able to replace him in yeah. the business. So for, I know there are so many people out there who give businesses or their employment all their 100%. Mm -hmm. And they get so carried away that they forget to train other people. Yeah to be able to step into their shoes by the time they leave. So what are you going to say to those business owners who feel they can do everything by themselves? And let me tell you how I'm, this is a strong passion for me because 
just on my side, myself, right? I make 300,000 a year. And on October 1st, I'm not tattooing anymore. I'm physically facing and focusing. So I'm going to lose all of that money, right? Okay. Because I trust and believe in who is working for me now to handle my business. Because it's not, it's a huge, like, that's a very fast paced, big organization. I don't have a little tattoo shop. I have a lot, there's a lot going on there. I have clothing and all, right? So what I would say is, first you got to find a team, build them, train them. And you know, like, you know, when you're around that person, if that person is there for you or if not, your heart knows, right? And you just have to, eventually, there's going to be, have to be a point where you just say, okay, it's time to go. Like I'm at a point now, I don't have time for nothing. I, if I could pay for time, I would pay for time right now because I'm so, my whole day from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed is scheduled. Right. So I don't have much to more time, you know? So if I could say one thing is I would say, get ready. Get ready for a roller coaster. Right. Get ready for a roller coaster. Right, right. You have to be ready. I hope you guys can hear Larry say that. You have to be ready. And Larry... Larry now, I know your story is uh, very unique and there are a lot of people out there who your story would resonate with. I know people who have been to jail and when they get out, they feel that's just the end of the world. They feel they cannot blend into the society anymore. They feel, you know, they cannot chase their dreams anymore. Please, I want you to speak to those souls right now because I know there's so many people listening to this program. You know who they're fighting? They're fighting themselves because nobody can tell you that but yourself. Because no matter what anybody says to me, right? I don't care what anybody says to me in this world. They can call me, tell me, say whatever they want about me. I know what I am. I know what I've been and I know where I'm going to be. Right. I have no doubt in my mind where I'll be. I know I will be a billionaire and you'll be able to show, I, you can look back at this podcast and be like, dang, he did it. Right. Because I know I'm going to do it. I don't have a doubt in my mind. Right. So. That's where I would tell people they have to get to that point where their their wants and their you know hows have to be stronger than their doubt. Because my thing is is with me is mine is because I didn't know my real dad, right? And then the only thing I knew about my real dad was he was an alcoholic and he wasn't really a father. Like mm-hmm. I have a sister I never met in my life. Her name's Linda. She disowned my dad. She was twenty one. She was twenty one years older than my mom. So when she was like eighteen by the time I was born, so really I don't even. She didn't even know I was born she was so far from him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm building my last name up to bring its own legacy and building my own history book for me, for the normal mm-hmm. family and my side, of, you know what I mean? Because that's all I know. I don't know another normal at all. I don't know any of them except mm-hmm. for my sons and my kids and my wife. I don't know any other normal. Oh, okay. So that's encouraging, you know? So like you said, they are fighting themselves. Yes. 100%. So you, 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 don't, you don't have any reason to doubt yourself. Like Les Brown would say, do not let other people's opinions of you become your reality. And that is one of the strongest conviction you can ever come across. Someone telling you, you are not good enough. You know, another good quote. I want to give you another one for you. George Morris Jr. You ever heard his? No. You never heard it? All right. Hold on, I, I just got sidetracked on that. My phone blinked and messed me up. Okay. Hold on, I got a million of them. I want to give you this one right. I don't want to mess it up on you. Thank you. Hold on, hold on. So this one, he says something. Hold on, I got to tell it to you now because it's going to drive me crazy until I say it. It's this right. is one of my favorite ones that I use because it's one I've always been far. 
I don't even know it off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I'm messing you up on that one. No, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, what's what's the name? George Morris Jr. Oh, okay. George Morris Jr. Yeah. So when I would you think I'd have it all ready for you, but I don't. Okay. Um, no, it's all right. While while we're talking and you remember it, then yeah. we can. Yeah, we'll go with that. You know, so you must not allow the system play those tricks in your brain for as long as you are willing to really become a different person. You know, it's when you are not ready to become that new you that you would believe what the system says. Everybody has a new beginning. There is a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. And taking action towards realigning with your true focus in life, with your destiny, depends on you. So do not let anybody tell you you cannot do it. You are unstoppable. We've got greatness in us. Mm-hmm. All right, that's awesome, uh, Larry. So, Larry, so, what would you I say? I want to tell you what it was. I remember now. Okay, good. It was a winner that oh, – you know what a winner is? A loser that tried one more time. Oh, yes. Right? I would when everything I kept losing on because I failed twice, but two businesses. Well, actually, three or four. So I'm telling you, that's a strong quote, man. When people are thinking about something, just remember that yeah. if you quit, you pretty much just gave up your chance. Somebody else gonna step in your shoe and take over where Absolutely. you left off. Absolutely. Don't you know. do it. No quitting. No. Winners don't quit, and quitters no. don't win. You know, there are too many hungry people out there. You know, I'm one of those hungry people. You know, if you step aside, your luck, your destiny will fall straight to the next hungry man. Somebody's waiting for you to fall so they can take over. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's good. You know, so what would you say to right now we're experiencing a paradigm shift uh, because of the pandemic? A lot of people have lost loved ones. And um, so what's your advice to those people who have lost loved ones. If I was to say something about that is, I, and that's a strong thing for me because, and I'll tell you why. I, in six years ago, I was moving my shop to a bigger location and remodeling it. And in the middle of all that, my aunt, uncle, nephew, and his son, six-year-old son died in a house fire. Oh. So tragedy is a big thing in life, right? But the problem is, is if we, focus our energy on that too much. Not, I'd rather think of the positives than the negatives, man. I want to think of all of the happy times we had together, right? Because right. I would rather, I don't mourn. I don't, I don't mourn. I don't know why I, I really haven't mourned my whole life. I don't have that in me anymore. I think after being with my dad passing, I kind of lost that in me. So now I try to stay away from everything except for the positive. So when I, when I think of that, I think of like, what was it, that we did that made something positive in your life. And that's what I would tell them is try to take all the bad times and erase those bad times and think of all the good times that makes you smile. Absolutely. You know, I'd rather be happy than sad any day of the week. I can't, I don't have it in me to be negative anymore. I, you know, I go through my moment in the morning when somebody passes and I go to the funeral, but after the funeral, I'll sit back and have a laugh about what we did something together, silly or right. I just try to stay in my positive side, man, because the negative will drag you down to nothing. Absolutely. You're right about that. You know, because, I, you know, 
for some reasons, what you just said, you know, resonates with me because I really don't know how to mourn. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my dad when I was in high school. Yeah. For some reasons, I, I, I didn't find myself or see myself crying throughout. I didn't do all that. Yeah. Right now, I don't know if that's what's affecting me. I find it difficult to mourn, to cry over death of people. But I don't know what to tell them because I feel if I want to tell that person, oh, I'm sorry, that would make the hurt, you know, come out more. But what I always tell people, and one thing I'm sure about is that anybody who has passed is in a better place. Yes. That person is free from suffering, free from any form of pains, free from any forms of trouble. So that person will smile from wherever he or she is when they know you are not hurting, when they know you are taking care of yourself instead of, you know, instead of wanting to hurt yourself in the process of crying and doing all. And one day we'll be back with them. We'll all be back together eventually. That's it. Eventually our time will come back. That's it. Anybody who is no longer on earth is in a better place. So it's up to you and I to stay strong for them, take care of those they've left behind, and keep moving ahead. It's like you're proving it to them, you know, like every day. Because I, I don't have much family left, you know, through all of the all of the deaths in my family that has happened that I look at myself now, like every one of them, you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show you. I'm going to prove to them what I can do. Right. And I just feel like, man, if anybody's going through some tough times, just stay to the positive and just build something around it. Build something right. so strong that it can never be forgotten. Exactly. You've said it. You never can be forgotten. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now. Trust me, you'll hear about it soon. I'm in the middle of a transition that's going to put me to another level. You know, I'll be on TV soon, so it's all over the place. Right. You know, it'll it'll be new. Okay, that's good. So do you want to tell us about um, your uh, reality TV program? Well, honestly, we can't really talk about it too much yet because we're still in the mix of it, you know, and – you know, I don't want to get John and yelled at by who I'm okay. speaking with right now. But, you know, there's certain things you can't talk about, but I can say I'll be on TV. You know, it'll be most likely tattoo related. Okay. We don't even know that part. It's so crazy how TV is, you know. Yeah. Because I don't want it to be scripted. I want it to be real and I want it to be positive. Right. Obviously, it's going to have its little drama that's filled with everything else, right? But I want positive because realistically, even this is where I have a hard time telling my story, right, is because I – I stay. I can't stay dark long at all. Like all I think is positive, man. All I think is success. When I look at something, I'm like, all right, how can we make this better? And it might not even be my stuff. You know, I'm just always, I'm in a growth, man. And I've never, I haven't even been on a vacation where I haven't thought about like what I can do. I was on vacation in Dominican Republic a few months back, okay. before, right before the pandemic hit, and I'm over there doing business on vacation. Right. With a with a artist over there that does paintings, and now he ships paintings over to me, oh, and now I'm gonna be buying a damn Airbnb over there just to just so I can go over there and handle business when I need to, and then rent it when I'm not there. Right. <laughs> it's just that's all I think is business, man. I don't think anything else. I don't. I, I know. I I know that feeling. I'm like that. You know, the brain is constantly working, thinking of how to improve. You have to, man. You have to. Yeah, so I know I have so many viewers who are 
artists. And um, I'd like to ask, do you do any kind of a coaching program for people yes. who get into the art industry? Yep. That's what I've actually been doing for the last 16 years. And every one of that, any, every artist that I have handpicked to work with one-on-one -on -one has been, is, is successful except for one. And the one is just because he, he ended up, and I still would have helped him, but he started beating on women and I don't condone that. So, but if it wasn't for that, I would have still worked with him because I don't give up on anybody, right? So out of every one of them, three of them own their own businesses now. And some of them work for me and some of them work at other shops. I don't hold anybody to work with me. I just want to make sure that when they leave me, they have a full understanding in business and in art because my gift is is I don't I don't take a piece a picture of what you showed me to tattoo you. What I do is I take and I ask you some questions about yourself, figure out your life, like how you said your dad passed away, right? Right. I would use that, and then I would use something in the light, and I go all the way to the darkest time of your life and to the brightest time of your life, and I create art through that. I create your tattoo with that. I don't do it with any art. I just do it myself. And then when I when I give it to you, I tell you the story that I got interpreted into the art. Oh. That's the fun part. Oh, that's great. That's great. So how can people reach out to you? Because I know definitely Larry underscore normal on Instagram or um or just Google my name. Like I'm on you can't Google my name without seeing it on me. Um I'm just got put into the who's who's uh marquees. So they're doing this big publishing on me right now. The one part that I didn't want out there to putting out my my net worth I wasn't really trying to have because I, I live in a little state that's quiet. Nobody nobody knows my net worth and I try to keep it that way, but they're nosy. So now my net worth is going to be out there. <laughs> I like that. You know, I, I love the energy you bring to our accountability group, you know. I have fun with it, man. Yeah, it's so great to have great minds like you, you know. It's so great to... It's you too, man. Like don't don't underestimate yourself, man. Don't yeah. underestimate yourself. Your smile's infectious too. It's like Dolly, man. I tell y'all, it's something about the energy you can catch from a smile. Like that can take a day away. Like you right. can have a bad day and just see somebody smile. You could walk by me and smile with the way you smile because you can tell it's pure, right? Right. When you got a pure smile like that, it can change a person's day just like right. that. Right. Right. So right. don't this forget therapy. So I try to stay as happy as possible because yeah. that's the only way we can like be happy, be truly happy with ourselves. And you're going to have moments, man. You know, you know it and I know it, right? Like I went through last night. I haven't been to bed all night because for some reason I'm laying in the bed and I couldn't fall asleep. And my wife fell asleep with my daughter on, in her room. She come into bed at 4.30. I'm like, babe, I'm still awake. I ended up going to the gym. And then I come home and I start writing like for the TV series. And then I'm writing that. I'm writing less. I'm doing like all this stuff, man. And I'm, Cause my mind never shuts off. Right. So, yeah. and you know how it is. Sometimes that'll, that'll trigger you to start thinking in the wrong way. Right. Just, you got to train your mind and your mindset has to be trained to be able to shut that off. And, and you yeah. know what I like doing? I like either listening to positive, somebody positive, or I go to uh, some sound waves, man. And just, I get into my own thoughts like positive. Mm -hmm. so, try that. Cause you know how it is now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're digging into the deepest part of your mind right now, trying to do this. Yeah. Trying to do are you you're in it, right? You're in the uh summit, right? Yes. No, no, no. I'm not yeah, I will watch. I will watch yeah. you guys. Oh, you'll be in the next one. 
No, I'm a part of it. <laughs> don't ever doubt it though, because you'll be in it. I know you will. Well, I, I hope so. I believe in it. Nah, don't don't hope so. No so. No, I will be there. I know I will yes. be one. You'll be there. When when John when John came to me the first day, ask John, ask Dolly. I was like, I'm gonna be the first. I'm in the top three. Oh, okay. Because that's just how I feel. I don't ever doubt myself, right? right? And if I didn't make it into that summit, I knew what I've been in the next one. Because I just, you have to have no doubt, man. Don't don't doubt it. Don't maybe or it, you you know. Because yes, I know I, you can. I know you can. I'm positive about is that I've got greatness within me. Oh and yeah. Another thing I'm positive about is that I'll become a millionaire by next year. And I want to hear your story, so I'm going to bring you on my podcast. I need to bring you on my podcast because I need to hear your story. Because I don't know your story yet. I don't know the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I know, did you do the 15-minute video already? Yeah, I already did that. Did you post it live or just on to them? Yeah, I sent it to both the, um, you know, the other. Did you put it on the Facebook page, though? Right. It's on the Facebook page as well. All right, I'm going to go back. I got to watch it. Awesome. I got to hear your story, man, because... I want to be able to relate all the way. And that's how I relate. It's through a story. No problem. I'm so glad I'm, you know, on the same network with uh, great minds like yourself. And I know the sky is going to be our starting point. Yes. Just the beginning of greater things to come. And where are you from? Originally from Nigeria. Nigeria. Okay. I live in Georgia. Georgia? Oh, you're right down there by less. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's been a wonderful time uh, chatting with you, Larry. Um, I know definitely people will reach out to you for some coaching and mentoring program in terms of your art. Yes. Please keep doing what you're doing because the main thing about leadership is uh, focusing on developing other leaders. Yes. That has been your drive. That has been your passion. That has been your dream. You've been chasing that dream. The universe will definitely reward you with all your hard desires, what you've been looking for. And I know you and I would share the stage in the near future. Oh, yes. 2021, when all this stuff's over, we'll be on stage. Absolutely. I look forward to it. I'll be the one bringing you out. I'm not going to have you bring me out. I'm going to bring you out. (laughs) That's what I want to see. Yeah, that's a great one. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, 100%, man. It was good talking to you. I was honored to be on. And I look forward to seeing the podcast when it drops. All right. So to everybody listening, that's Larry Normal. One more time, if you want any good type of mentoring program, he is the best person to reach out to. If you're interested in tattooing, reach out to him. He's on Instagram and Facebook, right? Yes. Awesome. More Instagram than Facebook, but you can do Facebook too. Okay, no problem. And one one other thing, one last thing. Remember to share this video because you might just be sending it to that one person who has been waiting the entire life for this message. The universe loves speed, according to John Tallarico. Yes. All right. Have a great rest of your day, Larry. You too, man. You have a great day.